1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast, Uh, Genesis Invitational Week recap, uh, Sunday night here in the Kill House, Solly here, to my left, the big guy, Big Randall. Good evening, Solly, how are you? I'm wonderful, Uh, and back in the saddle, been a couple weeks, been a little while,
2: Mr. TC, John Carter, how are you? Great to be here. Um, All respect to the people out on the West Coast for how often they have to come East, because I've done three West Coast trips in the last seven or eight weeks, and I'm feeling... The brunt of it, did you play any
1: golf in California the last couple months? Have you? I any, did, any yeah, places you've been in the
2: uh... yeah, I played a few and we're out of time, for yeah, that. no, but uh, actually, I, I had a new appreciation for Riviera this week after having played LACC North. Okay, uh, in Tuesday. what way? Just you know, beautiful like, drop there for sure. <laughs> uh, no, it was just it, the, the biggest thing was how easy the first hole is. I, at both courses, and then how hard the second hole is.
1: It almost is like suspiciously easy. Kind of like, wait a second here. What do we? And everyone's like, oh, that should be a, that should be a par four. It's like, yeah, you don't get it. You don't understand the point. It doesn't matter what the par of that hole is. It is. It kind of eases you in. But basically, the first two holes are a par nine. It's a there's two par four and exactly. a half back to back. And I would imagine the stroke average on the two holes is very close. Um, but anyways, let's, we'll talk about Riv here in a second. But Adam Scott doesn't it seem like he's won like five. Genesis before shouldn't he, shouldn't he already have been a, a real winner at at uh, at Riviera.
2: Well, explain the whole real winner. Well, he versus... had a thirty
1: six hole win, which I don't remember honestly. Two thousand five, I can't claim to. And remember then they that. went
2: out and played some sort of modified playoff.
1: Yeah, I honestly it's, don't even. It was remember him it. and
2: Chad Campbell, I guess. He and Chad Campbell. So did he get the full money for that? He got full money and I think he got the trophy. I just don't think he got the official win. Okay, it was the it was the Dustin Johnson pebble beach title you know okay
1: okay uh the second hole at Riv this week played barely over par by the way which is maybe a sign the ball might fi- finally go too far we'll, we'll talk a little distance on the back and we uh obviously broke down the usga distance report on last week's episode with kvv but i uh, want to get some Randall and tc's thoughts um i think you, you were chatting before we started to hear tc about adam scott being uh you know Maybe the wilderness that kind of the, the narrative that was being pushed was you know maybe a bit bit too far.
2: Yeah, he's been in the top fifty in the world since two thousand. Um, you know, he had two solo seconds last year, Farmers and uh, M- Memorial, and then won the Aussie PGA at the end of the year. There, um, you know, didn't have a great twenty eighteen, but solo third at the PGA Championship. You know, so I, I am shocked to see him putting as well as he is. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it? I don't know if there's anything to it that he put. These are the hardest greens on tour to putt statistically. This and Pebble, and he puts them really well. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a sign of like nothing matters on these greens. I don't. I don't know what it means, but I'm sure that I'm sure he probably feels like oh nobody's making putts out here. I actually might have an advantage out here. Just freeze them up. Randy, why is Riv Week one of your favorites? You you talk about Riv more than I've heard you talk about any other golf course. I think
0: it's uh, it's such a nice course. I, I think it starts with the course. Uh, You know, some iconic holes. First to mind is uh, probably number 10, which I know we can get into a little bit. Uh, 18. You know, everybody can kind of picture that uphill dogleg right with the clubhouse sitting up there. I think, you know, for me, it's just um, it just seems to produce such a good tournament year after year after year. Uh, And I don't think that's an accident when we're talking about the golf course. Um, it's the end of the West Coast swing. I think there's a bit of sadness or melancholy that, you know, my favorite part of the year is, is coming to an end. And, like, honestly, you know, Mickelson always played at, well out there, so that doesn't hurt. Um, but, yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just the, the whole ghost sycamore trees, like, it, it just really looks good on TV. And, and I think that, for me, that's where it starts with uh, why I enjoy the week so well. Kind of similar to Augusta in in some way. It's
1: always creates a lot of drama in that guys in groups ahead have these little stretches of holes where you can get it a little bit. Like 10 11 Like you you know you make that turn, you there's a couple gettable holes, and guys can make a couple birdies, get up close to that lead, and but the leaders back, back there haven't played the easy holes yet. So it kind of creates this ton of excitement and you can't really tell who's in the lead. Like you can see who's most under par. But knowing that there's so many half par holes coming in, you don't really know who's. I was like, at one point, I was like, Sun Kang might win this. He, like, legit if he like stepped up and birdied 18, he'd have got in at 10. Adam Scott looked like he was wavering there for a little bit, uh, but he ended up surviving.
0: I'd, I'd say just like Augusta, I, I think that's a great comparison in that not only can guys, you know go low all of a sudden and, and climb back into it. But there's, you know, there, there's some car crashes out there. You can't too. get away with anything. Yeah, exactly. There. So just that volatility. Shout out to Harold Varner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the volatility is, it just creates a lot of excitement and, um, you know, it, it captures your attention.
1: Watching Rory get flustered today and just like not be able to find it was, I mean, it's jarring. I mean, he, the guy's been in total control of his golf ball for Shout-out to Neil, of course, Akiwa, uh, for, I don't know, 10 months at least, maybe more than that, and just to see him have absolutely nothing today was just – it was it—it it harkened back to when almost when Randy was calling for him to be dead before he had officially died. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's what Riff will do to
2: you, man. If you don't have it, you're gone. Russell Henley, you're gone, bud. Sorry, you're out of here. Very much apropos of nothing, the hospitality on 18 – on the left side. Yeah. It was just out of control now. It's, well, shout out to us,
1: our it's guy. elevated the,
2: status. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, which a lot of <laughs> things completely about this, elevated. this tournament were very elevated. I was, you know, I was secretly hoping for for a playoff, like the the one they had, the six-man playoff in 01. I when, just wanted
1: Sun Kang and, and Joel know, Damon to get uh, to get paired up in a playoff. Do you think CBS would have ignored the, oh, the storyline? Yeah. I think that's a fair question.
0: I knew the answer. They that probably would have just had. interviewed Kat again Bad, about the foundation. <laughs> That
1: interviewing right there, never ask a question you already know the answer to. Uh, but shout out to the Genesis CEO, by the way. That guy had Benjamin Button, if you will. The, uh, the camera slowly zooming in to get his belly button out of the frame <laughs> <laughs> was perhaps the highlight of uh, of the Sunday. I mean, that was. I think you asked for Justin Ray TC if uh, if that was the longest CEO interview of all time.
2: It was well over a minute.
1: Is that why they cut the field down just to get? Oh, way over a minute. It yeah, was like four minutes. I know. I know. I didn't time it out, but I, I had time to go back, rewind, and get pictures of his belly button and press the exit, like, go live, and he was still in the booth. I'm like, no, no, like, come on, babe, put it live. He's like, no, this is live. Like, he's still in the booth. I couldn't believe it. But our, time, couple, yeah. our guy Max gets heckled on the 18th hole as he's standing mm-hmm. over a putt for
2: – Was it legitimately a heckle?
0: I thought some or some he, woman – what was the I hope he won't mind if he allows me to yeah. – uh, You know, directly from the source here, he said... uh, We're we're, we're scooping a a young young woman uh, screamed in my backswing. I flinched on the real putt after waiting for her to yell. So That's tough. I I mean, I think we can say she was probably under par. Way under par. Residing under par. Yeah.
2: Uh, A couple more notes about the course. I think um, the fifth hole, I feel like we saw a little bit more of it this year. Um, I don't know if it was just... The way that things shook out, well, or we would. didn't today, unfortunately. Yeah, but, <laughs> um, I feel like for as bad as for as bad as it was on the main thing, I feel like I saw actually saw a lot of golf beforehand on Golf, golf Channel.
1: Channel. And I, I give a shout out to Kurt Byram. I, I know he's. Uh, I've really enjoyed his coverage for quite some time. But it's always felt like when he's on the air, I feel like I'm watching. It's like a fall series event, or you know, an opposite field of it. He's not. He's not like a lead guy with Golf Channel. And hearing him call like big events with the top players at a top course was like some of the best insight I feel like we I get. I always
2: learned something from him. One year at Valspar they did the like the spotlight coverage of just one par 3. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see the whole field hit the same shot basically and they had I think they had Byram on that and it was fantastic. Yeah.
1: He just feel, looks seems like a total pro and somebody that feels like I've has played the game before. That's not a direct comment at any other col- color commentators we might hear all weekend long. Um, for some reason, for like fifteen years, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about coverage. I know. Th-
2: so, th- so this was DJ's first first time at Riv. Um, Randy, you and Neil went last year. DJ Piaski. Yeah. Our sorry. Guy. Sorry. Obviously, yeah. like, DJ's you? never played Riv before. <laughs> uh, Neil and I
0: were there last year on Sunday. Did correct. it
2: live up to your
0: expectations? Did, yeah, when I you were on site? yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think um, it, it's such a. It feels like a small piece of property, right? It's very contained. You, you're in this posh LA neighborhood. Um, and you know, you kind of start from the high point, like you say at the clubhouse and then it's just, it, it's all out there in front of you. Um, it, it definitely lived up to it. And I was going to say, like you were saying, being able to see the front nine, like it's a course where I wish I could see all the whole, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not a course where you just show the back nine there. There's some fantastic golf holes on the front, but yeah, it absolutely lived up to it in person, getting to walk around the property.
2: I was kind of blown away at how having been to RIV once and then going to LACC, which is right down the street. I promise this is going somewhere. <laughs> um, how much more lush RIV is. Yeah, a like lot more grass. It's so much more. Like It's it's like night and day versus how dry and firm LACC is. And some of that's maybe just the way that they condition it in a tournament year or whatever. But the other thing was in the Barranca on five, um, there's like – There's no bad lies. It seems like uh, seven. The double fairway one. The double fairway seven. Well, there's the
1: split fairways left and right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Uh, the ones that that hole is really fun to watch guys play. Um, They don't really set it up very well, but
2: but I feel like both of them. You're like even if you miss down on the branca, it's it's pretty smooth grass. That was what I was blown away at.
1: Russell Henley got boned up pretty good Uh, by that today. That was the beginning. of Can I interject in that eight? What are we talking about? Eight's the the double fairway. fairway. Okay, I'm sorry. Listen.
2: Seven's got a seven's got the brink (laughs) going down the right, and then and then five has it. Separated like distance wise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, I got you. Okay. Well, so. I was wrong also, but... <laughs> the
2: baranga was
0: not punishing enough. I agree exactly. with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think to, like, Pasatiempo or some of those West Coast courses I've played with, like, that is nasty Barranca. And I'm trying to figure out if
1: this is either great for watching golf on TV or or not, um, because I personally hate this when I'm playing, but when you have firm greens, yet fringes you can't bounce balls off of, and Nance kind of nailed this on 18. It was just, I'm kind of surprised by it, but... Max's chip from over the green was like, hey, if he lands us on the green, it's going to go by. And if he lands it short, it's not going to get there. Like, there's nowhere to land it. And that, I always think, is, oh, oh, look, you shouldn't end up back there." there is kind of the, the answer to the question. But it's also, I hate when the possibility of a good shot is almost not there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hate when it's soft, not on the green, and
2: firm on the green. Are you, are you subtweeting Jack's speech?
0: not at all that's not right even now. a comment that's not even a, you, you're you the one that said it it's, it's, I think is that a commentary on the kikuyu though a, a wee like bit it's just yeah. not well, it's, it's, it's sticky, sticky right? <laughs> it's super <laughs> is it sticky I didn't know if it was sticky <laughs> yeah, or not it's okay. very thick it's kikuyu. this kind of grass they have it's yeah. very sticky
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the stickiest of the icky kikuya uh, that was fun as hell to watch Max. Uh, I'm sure he, he and Shane have a, a new podcast out, which we will, even though they called us out as rivals, we will give that a shout-out, and I'm sure that's going to be quite an entertaining listen. As long as you listen to that after you listen to us, I, I would highly suggest that. I but,
2: thought Max hooped uh, it on 18.
1: I thought he did, too, and I'm not even remotely upset that he leveraged the popularity of our podcast together to his own podcast that we're not involved <laughs> in. I'm not even remotely bitter about that. But, no, he was so fun to watch. Uh, him, He played so well. I mean, that... Just seeing how many, like like what we're talking about, how many guys struggled and and just faltered. I didn't feel like he faltered on 18. He, I mean, he had a he went good for the drive. Win. He went for the win. He striped it at the pin and made a bogey, and it, it cost him yeah, $310,000 or
2: so. But listen, he went for the win. Did it feel weird that CBS ignored him again after he tweeted yesterday? <laughs> after reading a bunch of tweets about how I'm never on TV, I'd like to shout out my sponsors. Blank, you don't have to read the sponsors. Blank, blank for supporting me despite my lack of popularity. And you,
1: Travis Matthews won.
2: <laughs> you guys are the real MVPs.
0: That's a pretty good tweet. Yeah. That was. Uh, yeah. how, talk about you know what a difference a year makes. Take a guess. Last year, 2019, Max Homa coming into uh, the Genesis world ranking. Any idea?
1: 381 Was he
0: in
2: the Genesis last year? Yeah, he did play Good question
0: It wasn't elevated status yet It wasn't an invitational
2: Uh, World ranking? Mm Mm-hmm 450
0: 520 Whoa What is he now? Uh, Well, he was 90 going into this week And he'll move up after With uh, a
2: solo second He could have gotten inside the top 50 Allegedly
1: that would have been it would have been a tough ask for a solo. He would yeah. have had to birdie 18 to get yeah. to get a solo second. But there's some big money in this event. Runner up was over a million bucks this week. I was which, going through the purse. Like it's gone, you
2: know, it went up about two hundred thousand dollars just the winner share. Did it go
1: up enough? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'll have that conversation <laughs> no. here on the back end. There's some don't yeah the, get to the end of this because there are some things that seem to be happening with the Premier Golf League, and we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, on the back end. Before we go any further, we got a lot more riv to talk about, but. I don't know about you guys. Uh, this time of year, in Florida at least, it is walking SCN. I've been walking a ton on the golf course. Uh, and this is from the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year. OGO's new Fuse stand bag is – I know a lot of people – I'm not I'm not a huge, like, the trendy, you know, carrying bags, the tiny pencil bags. I'll, I'll do it every now and then. But if you want a good mix of, like, a super light bag that also has a stand so you don't have to bend over – you don't have to get the bag all wet, laying it in the in the dew, in the grass. The OGO Fuse stand bag, perfect companion for the walking golfer. Wide and dense padding, self-leveling fit disc technology. That's very important for the straps. As I'm getting older, the back problems they come and go, you know, I need the straps to be well balanced. I need the bag on there uh, in a nice, comfortable way. The fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make your bag, make sure your bag is light as fuse. Hmm. Clever little uh, copy there. <laughs> Learn more about the best bags in golf at OGO.com slash golf. You'll see us uh, all over our videos with uh, with OGO
0: bags. That's a, that's a good that's ad. Right. I actually really would like a new bag. So I have a right. white one. I, I recommend. It. I'm going to check out the OGO. I want
1: the white one too, but TC ordered it first, so I couldn't. I had to get the <laughs> well, gray you can one. Get it? I know, but I don't know. I would also get it really dirty, but. Um, uh, back to Riv. I will
2: say also, that bag is very, like, I put it with it in the, in the wet and rain, actually, during my previous California okay. trip. <laughs> oh, and congratulations. It's very, uh, it's very much uh, water-resistant, so that's not, not a part of the coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I was getting ready, this like, coming into this, leading this week, to say, to start the take of being, hey, is Riv... Is really like five percent overrated? Like two percent, maybe. It just seemed like it was trending a bit on that, but I felt like this weekend's viewing kind of steered me back towards. I mean, for what what the what we watch the pros do, if it gets firm, yeah, that's that was that's class. It's so much well, fun. Dot,
2: Dottie was kind of saying, "Hey, we're on the edge here. <laughs> <on> the <laughs> course is <laughs> on the edge, which yeah, <laughs> it was touch and go there for a little bit. Uh, so, no, I, th- I think you need to separate out your the any sort of criticism of number ten right now. Yeah, with the rest of the course, okay, because 10 has probably gotten so um lauded that,
1: yes, I will separate out 10, but I'm even saying the, I thought the setup was great today, like where they put yeah. the pins and how hard it was to get to them. It, it, I feel like it can lead to some boring golf at times, and I did not feel that today. Like, I, I feel like I'm like, you know, on Friday or so, I'm like, I've, I've watched this course. For a couple of years and it doesn't always yield super exciting golf. I thought Sunday delivered though. So I'm, I'm some kinda... of that's
2: just because Bubba was
1: yeah, that's probably true. Burba. <laughs> yeah, you know. Highly uneducated. guy. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, but do me we want about straight? Do we
1: want to talk about 10? Are you guys coming over the dark side?
0: Uh, no, hell okay. no. <laughs> Ten is sweet. Full stop, period point blank. I it's great. What more could you
2: want from it? It's not really like risk reward. It's more like reward. It's, it's like, like
1: take on the yeah, it, eliminate yeah. the risk and go yeah. for it. It's kind of it goes kind of uh, hand in hand with uh, a lot of the distance stuff we've been talking about. But it's not really. It's a somewhat. It's like a part. I don't know. It's a half par hole, but not. It doesn't really make any sense. I don't think to to lay up. I know some guys do it, but like just looking at the scatter chart. It looks if you lay except, up, except for Harold Varner. Harold that's Farner's sick. layup was very sick.
0: What do you have the whole stats in front of you? I do. What did it it, it averaged
1: three point eight eight this week?
2: I'm glad you okay. asked, Randy. Yeah, thank you.
1: Um, ninety seven birdies, two hundred and twenty one pars, forty eight bogeys, and six double bogeys.
0: No no others? No no worse? Is no that double others? or worse? No others. Huh. I you Which know, for I mean, being that's a three hundred yard track. hole. I don't know. I don't know. Together. Listen, could it, I, I think yeah. th- the discussion maybe is, maybe there are two points to this is, could it be a little better? Sure. Do I thoroughly enjoy it as it is right now? Yes. Yeah. So, is it a good hole?
2: Yes. Is it a little bit overrated? Yes.
0: yes.
1: That's where I stand on
0: it. Right? I don't think, well, I don't think it's don't overrated. I, I think, I think, I think overrated different from, could you tweak it a little to make it better? Like, sure. But Probably. Yeah. I would, you know, I would caution not to, not to do too much to it. Um. But I, I think anytime you know, guys are playing like half pitches, it, like it just feels like nobody's ever comfortable on that hole. And, you know, they still make good scores, right? It plays under par for the week. But I, I think it's such a departure from what we get week to week and, and throughout the year that I, I think – I think it's properly rated, and I think it should be celebrated. And that's that's all I have to say about that.
2: Sally, <laughs> you're thinking Spieth Spieth blew it off the planet left today and it made double double. Okay, uh, I just think it's not. Everyone likes. Oh,
1: there's just so there's just so many options. Like there's so many options on number ten at Riv. It's like
2: there's like two. It's like hit it short left, hit it short left, or Or like way short left
1: left. and hit a wedge pitch in there. There's not
2: just stay left.
1: Like I said this during the Presidents Cup, the first hole at Royal Melbourne, which is number three at Melbourne West was more interesting of a short par 4 than than this is because where they moved that pin it made driver was the right play on some of the days and 6 iron was maybe the play on some of the others because you wanted a full shot in you wanted to be on the left side on one of the days versus the right side which is I know they moved the pin around some on 10 but that green's just so small that no matter what you got to be coming in at the same angle like the, the whole thing is trying to create a little bit of an angle to come in from the left and it's just it's just okay for me.
2: Has the has the green gotten more extreme? Yeah, it's like the,
1: the bunker sand that comes out of the right side of the green has built up that slope okay. to the point where it's like you got to get like where Rory or where Max was today. He had no shot at the pin because the that, the slope is so strong
2: right to left. So like I, I always feel as if so I, actually I don't feel as if uh, I, Shaq's always saying hey if they touch this place up a little bit it would be unbelievable. Oh, I, yes. or... I mean,
0: it's a major venue, right? If they yeah. if
2: they polish it, like, but it's like the it's like the Black Swan, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm owner, right?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I really don't know the details yeah. behind that. <laughs> it,
2: it
0: sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. No, it's
2: like a non-equity club. Okay. very, very much like for profit. You know, so anyway, right.
0: I, I think yeah. To no, well, to your point. Last thing on ten, it, it feels like that. And maybe you said this, but it just feels like the green is a little bit less accessible. Uh, that that like back portion of the green, which right? if, is yeah, what, you it, know, if it, I felt, felt like you doesn't...
1: could earn an angle from laying up, like that would make it really a lot more interesting. I think. I think it just you're gonna have a shitty angle no matter where you lay up to. Yeah,
2: like you're it still just g- forces your hand. To yeah, go.
1: so that's yeah. the part where I'm kind of like except yeah. except for if you're if you're Harold. You're that was the mega. <laughs> that was perhaps. That, are we ready to just do this now? I mean, what that was the most egregious thing I've ever seen, maybe in golf coverage, was them saying he actually topped that drive. And he
2: it's one seventy seven. Let's keep going. let's okay. keep going. I got a few other come things on. to talk okay. about. Let's go. You go then. Um, all right, we got we gotta talk about Rory. He's he just didn't Do you wanna comment? Well, what people keep asking me, is
0: you know, are you gonna eulogize him again? Did he die? Like, folks, he's dead. Like <laughs> he's dead, period. I will let you know when the status changes. Believe me.
2: Somebody wanted me to R.I.P. him on Twitter. I said I can't. Hey, I don't do that for for anybody except for the cat, which I did it this week for the cat. Yeah, he, he died. He, he well, yeah, and he was very like it's kind of jarring now these days, and I don't I don't begrudge him for it at all, but the fact that the cat doesn't grind. Yeah, like he doesn't. He's not going to grind for that. You know, turn that. 30th place or dfl in, into a 30th place or a 30th place into a t15 you know mm-hmm. which i don't blame him one bit he was like, hosting it's a busy week for him for sure but, but like it's so weird to me that and the I know class of the, the
1: interview right after the round i mean that you know, he still spoke so, to media
2: so it well, it's all, all about the class, kids yeah you know um no I, I think
0: and he was working on a cool tribute
2: with that final round too I know you were tracking it the whole the whole afternoon. I, Can I you mean, tell us about it?
0: It's 77, right, which was 6 over par. I think, you know, 7 plus 7, 14, minus the 6 over par. It's, of course, 8. I don't have to tell you where, you know, where they're playing this week. Just a very cool tribute by That's Tiger. So cool.
2: Do you think they juiced the, sc- the shot link numbers? This is maybe that's the greatest a, theory. Like, of
0: course, like, of course, that's something I'm going to believe. Yes, <laughs> absolutely.
2: So on on, it was Thursday, right? He he made an eagle putt on on one from allegedly 24 feet 8 inches. <laughs> I do It's not. It,
0: it's just God. Some of the the tribute stuff you read is just like getting more To be and more clear, absurd. we are not laughing at no, all one, about no, what happened. It's some just, of the, it's some, gone. some of the tribute stuff is is getting absurd. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway.
2: <laughs> all right, I want to talk about DJ a little bit. Okay. okay. Not our DJ okay. Dustin Johnson. Uh I feel like that one was there for the taking Yeah, today and he, you know, uh two bogeys, one birdie, just really like didn't didn't feel like there was any sort of motivation or it was just like slow and steady but nothing happened he's gonna win he's gonna win Mexico though right shit he might be the only one in the top 10 that shows up right
1: weird right (laughs) like This whole thing about a new golf tour and like this, they're not, the WGC tour, which is what I'm calling it, and they're not playing the WGCs.
2: Um, Matsuyama, you pointed out a good stat from him earlier.
1: He had negative 3.5 strokes gained putting this week and <laughs> finished three back of the lead. I mean, it's absolutely remarkable is that what that. That a typical guy week for him. That's I mean, remarkable like... what that guy does without ever. He's, he's the same way that Honest Abe has never told a lie. Hideki's never made a putt. I've I've never seen seen him him make a a 12-footer. I've never seen him make one.
0: Was he playing for
2: Sweden today without outfit? He wears that sweater vest so often, (laughs) like just a sweater vest so often. And it's always one of those like 1980s style sweater vests. Can we talk about Rom's shirt? I was hoping we'd get into some of the sartorial stuff. What is going on? (laughs) Between Rom and the Nike wears Waldo look this week with uh, Russell Henley and Rory. Yeah um yeah just some weird you know I, I i know it's la and everybody's you know everybody's trying to be a little bit edgy um but yeah that was that was a tough scene
1: hideki is 15th in on tour in strokes gain total this year 15th he is 190th in putting mm. 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 Mm-mm. fourth in strokes gain t to green and has really not done anything too significant has he won? No, he's got second at the
0: Zozo. That's pretty close. But, somehow, Bryson finished in the top five. That's I, first I'm hearing I, <laughs> of this.
2: <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Can we do
0: it now? Are we ready to go in? I mean, let's do TC, it. TC, right. do you need to? Okay.
2: Who wants to start? Do you want to just get Which, the actually out? last thing? I want to give a shout out to Martin Trainer for making the cut.
1: That's was first twenty one or twenty two or something like that.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was looking down his his. OWGR, I was like, oh, he made a cut, and then I look at it's the Century Tournament of Champions, and he finished 34. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, he like he won. Was it last year? Yeah, he won last year. Actually, Puerto Rico Open coming up this week. Won last year. He's three hundred ninety first in the world.
1: So I don't mean this to pile on him too much, but I'm going to set you up. So I asked a professional golfer. I was like, who? All right, like somebody who's like legitimate, not just like a club pro, but a legitimate player. Who's the worst player? Like, who's the worst of all of them? So ask me that question. I'll respond the way this guy responded.
2: So like, who do you think the worst player
1: is? Martin Trainer. <laughs> like, I didn't even get the question out. He's like, I think you would beat him five out of ten times if you played him. Like, he would beat you one of the rounds by, like, 20 but you would beat him like half of the time.
0: You
2: might be the real microwave man. <laughs> and he's won three times in the last 24 years. I was going to say, That's I respect insane. it.
0: Yeah, I, I respect it. If I,
1: there's a sport to do that in, it's golf. It's PGA Tour golf. I mean, those putts coming down. So, yeah, the, the difference in what? How many Max lose by three shots? is over a million dollars,
2: that difference, so
1: between first and, and tie for fifth.
2: We so. need to set up a match between you and Martin Trainer. <laughs>
1: For I, for the record, I think he would beat me. I'm not saying I would beat Martin Trainer. This is purely the opinion of someone that we know. But uh, anyway, all right, let's do it. All right, it. you want to get the flamethrower out? You want to go? I feel like we should we should let Randy do it. Some unsuspecting from an unsuspecting voice.
2: Yeah, I was beating the drum all day.
0: I was uh, I was I was upset. I tuned in the coverage. I know I tuned in at like
2: the only time you ever get upset is when is when you get pissed about the USGA sending you emails <laughs> about about volunteering for uh... <laughs> That's right. So we for the record we usually
1: preface these with like I don't want to do a lot of coverage stuff, but I I'm not even gonna preface it this time. We are we're doing this. Like it's time. So Randy uh, upset, I, I wanna hear that.
0: I was upset. I tuned in at three eighteen PM Eastern time. We all love Max. I'm like, oh, God, Max is right in it. And I think I had gone like 53 minutes. I have to check when I texted you guys. And I was like, what the hell? I haven't seen one Max shot. Like, what? Like it, it was so, it was, it was pissing me off. It was like a, a visceral, like, anger that it should be such an enjoyable experience. And, and all I was feeling was frustration.
2: And it would have been something if they were showing other golf shots. Yeah. But they weren't even doing that. No,
0: but it'd be like, God, everybody's heard it, but it's like, you know, here's some golf shots, and then we're going to go to commercial, and then we come back and show one golf shot. And, like, this isn't against Amanda, but, like, her doing the Scott Kucher thing stands out about, like, they're having different weeks. I'm like, you could just, like, say that while showing golf shots? And that takes up time. And then they go to commercial after that, and then they come back, and there's a Tiger Woods, Hyundai, like – infomercial about the fund and it's just like oh my god what like they're not nothing's they're not showing anything
2: it was legitimately the best tournament of the year so far yeah
0: and that's the thing it's yeah. like great leaderboard great course and a great tournament and i i, I think where we have coverage takes <laughs> do we have coverage <laughs> take? but today it was like it felt like a tipping point in that it was all Twitter. It was everybody was pissed
1: everybody off? Everybody seems to be coming around to our side of the table here. So
2: this this always seems to be the the week. The week.
1: This right? is going to happen one of the times. It almost happened with Spieth in twenty fifteen. He almost won the damn tournament without a live shot being shown until the eighteenth hole. Do you have any idea the level of incompetence it takes for that to happen? It almost happened to, with like three different people today.
2: Not only on Sunday, on Saturday as well. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like two full days of like like six and a half, seven hours of coverage. Joel Damon. The only the first time we saw him was when Adam Scott hit into him on the fifteenth fairway, <laughs> which was which, which was awesome. Which was cool. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah. Like so. Actually, when I did the the shot tracking a few years so ago, t- yeah. what was that? Oh, yeah. Was that three or four years? Like probably four years ago now. Was like, it that this was, tournament? That was Riv. Yeah. And it was you know it's like it's, it it's always like CBS just. I, you know, I'm not sure if riv is is there's there's such a good leaderboard, and they just can't they can't keep up with everything and they're hung over from from their whole extravaganza pebble <laughs> um but like for whatever reason it it always seems to reach fever pitch at this point and then and then we get n b c the next yeah, what six weeks?
1: I just want to again be clear this is not nitpicking this is <laughs> no. this is like. The, the what was the the shot you would have wanted to see the most in the context today the one like the most the most important the
2: one you would want to tune into the leader topping it cold, i yeah. believe
0: the words they used on the telecast was cold topped a 3 wood off the tee
2: on one of the most famous short par fours in the world,
1: it took them an hour and fifteen yeah. minutes of us bitching about it on Twitter until they finally showed it. And if anybody out there thinks that they didn't show it because of the bit until the, like the bitching on Twitter, oh, caused that, them
0: that montage they 100%. threw together was absolutely in response to the public outcry.
1: Hundred percent. It's just it's offensive, and I hate. The you know, whatever it's probably five percent of the noise, but the the people that say like oh just turn it off like don't watch or this oh all you guys do is complain. Job. It's like there's no other market for this. This is our only option for watching golf in the U S. Like I got I've said this before. If our podcast was the only golf podcast that was allowed to exist and it sucked ass and it had eighteen minutes, it might suck ass. that's your opinion. But if it had eighteen minutes of ads and we didn't cover golf at all. How how pissed off would you be? Wouldn't there be more pressure on us to deliver like what we actually do? There's no open market for it.
2: Solly, I went, I got in my car (laughs) at like 4:30, and just sat on my phone and listened to PGA Tour radio, which those guys do a great job. Yeah, like if you ever get pissed off at the telecast, (laughs) go drive around. Just sit in your driveway because you can still do Shot Tracker. (laughs) And just just it's listen. Twenty twenty. Like look That's at That's
0: next level. That's next it's level. It's crazy.
2: Look at all
1: the technology and shit we have. Tron sitting in his car on shot tracker listening to PGA Tour radio.
0: I feel like I'd almost rather watch, you know, the, like those old Wild World of golf graphics where like they show the drive and it's like this yeah. mo- like like they just like move a ball to this yeah. model fairway. Like just do that on TV and like just show us like where the ball ends up. In in,
2: in the number of putts on oh. the show where it's like, man, like I, I wonder what I it would have been cool to see what happened to get to that point. I don't really care about the—just tell me if the putt went in or not. I want to see the golf shot.
1: I swear, I promise, I, across my heart, I swear to God, every CBS round, I set out, as I go to watch it, be like, dude, all right, today, we're not doing it. We're not doing coverage stuff. Like I, people are, I said that at the beginning yeah. of the
2: day today. I said, I'm coming in with a positive attitude. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really not doing it. And I end what? up with, like, you, Randy, I end
1: up just furious, just so upset. Like, why would I spend my time doing this?
0: Well, it's such a, like, think about any other thing you watch. I was going to say sport, but, like, think about any other thing you watch on television where, like, yeah, I'll watch a basketball game and be frustrated by the result, but in, like, <laughs> yeah. what other sport do you watch and are frustrated just because you, like, you just can't see, you just don't have a feel for what's going on? Because they were like they won't show you.
2: Well, Randy, it's funny you mentioned the basketball game because the basketball game actually ended relatively close to on time today.
1: The absolute class in the Indiana, Indiana fans. Yeah, though, by the way.
2: Yeah, they were apologizing <laughs> on <Yeah>. Twitter. Which <laughs> 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 was just sick. Um, you know, big week for Indiana with Bobby Knight coming back and then and then ending on time. Just absolute class. Um, and 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 then CBS proceeds to go to five minutes of commercials straight after that. See,
1: I was watching in the car. Not while driving, of course. But uh, I thought that was just like an app thing. I didn't realize that was all. That was actual five straight minutes. I thought it was just like a oh, they're probably doing playing through or something here. But uh, man, it's just it's offensive. Can I add one more
2: thing? They butchered the LPGA leaderboard. (laughs) And you know what? It's I give them a lot of credit though. You know they they only had a few hours to 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 (laughs) ended (laughs) last night. They were a whole day behind on the leaderboard. Ah. Disgusting. <laughs> Which we'll talk about that later. That was a fantastic tournament. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the no, and then, you know, like, so Riv is ostensibly this great, great golf course, right? One of, the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the best on the PGA Tour year in, year out, as far as the annual stops go. At no point do they m- even make an effort to show why that is or... <laughs> talk about why that is or anything like that it's just, just great golf holes. we just take it as gospel do you know what's really wild sorry i'm interrupting you they go there every year <laughs> you, you just
0: like have to do it once and then you could replay yeah. these segments on like what makes this green great you
2: know like just do it one time or just do a flyover the whole you don't yeah. even have to you don't have to say anything just right. show me and then i thought it was particularly telling today they did an adam scott graphic
0: This was fantastic
2: Alex Myers from Golf Digest tweeted (laughs) Oh yeah, this is sweet And I think it, you know, ignored the fact that he won a a Masters uh, Ignored the fact that he won a Players Which was a massive upset slap in the face Um, Which maybe that's an NBC-CBS thing (laughs) You know, it said, what, it was like uh, Uh, Nine-time
1: President's Cup team member Um, It was College teammates with
0: Charlie Hoffman
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to UNLV Tark avid surfer, <laughs> current FedEx Cup standing, 108, born in Adelaide, Australia, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. So yeah, two shout-outs to, to to UNLV. College teammates with Charlie Hoffman, founded the Adam Scott Foundation in 05, nine-time President's Cup international team member.
0: The, 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 I think Alex's tweet was great. It was like, what else could you possibly <laughs> want to know yeah. about the guy? <laughs> oh,
1: God. The, the, the thing that made me the most upset, like visibly upset, was when Max had a three-foot birdie putt on the seventh hole to get within one of the lead, and they're literally showing his group on the green. They showed DJ putt on that green, and they cut away to get to talk to Faldo, and I see what they're doing. I see it's like, all right, you're Rory. We're going to show a lot of your shots almost no matter what happens. Kucher, you're a big name. We're going to show you. We're going to follow this. The hurdle for them to clear, if you're a newish player and you haven't won a major, haven't won 10 times on the PJ Tour, is so damn big that you have to get within one or two of the lead to get a shot shown.
2: I really don't mean to be keep harping on Max because there's so... Like Joel Damon. Yes, we didn't see any yes. his shots. It's um, not just because
1: we're friends with Max that we're saying no. this. Like, it's legit. Like, Sun Kang, Bry, they forgot about Bryson today.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, shit, Chez was... T ten. I don't think I saw I maybe shot one shot of chess today. Um,
1: my our thing now, like my fiance and I, will watch the golf, and she'll watch the golf while I monitor like Twitter and Shot Tracker. And if something interesting happens, she'll tell she's me. She's yeah. alert. So like the CEO, she was all over the the CEO's yeah. belly button today, which was sick.
2: And they, you know, shout out. They, they they had a dinner this week for Lance Barrow to recognize, you know, just to honor him on on what his man. career and everything. The other thing that kills me about. The CBS broadcast. All week we're hearing. God, the crowds are huge out here this week. This is such a well-attended event. At no point does it ever feel like it feels like they're they're playing in a vacuum. There's no because they whisper. The, there's no it's mics really out no there noise, either. Yeah. There's no there's no crowd interaction. There's no like it's it's like they've they've turned the mics down to to zero as far as the on-course mics because they're afraid of somebody shouting something or something like that. So shout out to Icarito last year. <laughs> they've basically just just neutered you guys were the there, entire weren't thing. You? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, That's crazy yeah.
1: that somebody yelled, <laughs> yelled on the so,
2: Yeah, somebody yelled Icarito. It was the biggest coincidence. So, anyway, biggest biggest takeaway: listen to the guys on PGA Tour Radio
1: and just like notice the difference when it changes this week yeah. uh, into NBC. And I, I could be I could be wrong. I feel like I heard something about this about. Potentially some commercial-free coverage coming down the stretch of the players this year on NBC. Again, could be wrong. NBC, I think they still do a lot of commercials, especially like during the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup has been a tough scene, I think. But it's just such a markedly better product, and it's just not insulting. And I think that pretty much covers it. Um, well, that, the Varner thing, all I'll say yeah. about the Varner thing today was like, this is what we've been talking about, guys. Finally, everybody noticed, and I think they kind of caught their mistake. They didn't catch their mistake because they didn't correct it, but the saying, oh, yeah, he actually topped it. They just blew the top off of it right there. I mean,
0: well, uh, showed their I'll asses. say too, yeah. it didn't. But they went to Rory, I believe, on thirteen, and Dottie's first thing was, "This is one of the most bizarre drives I've ever seen." Oh yeah, it and got it's like feet off the ground. Yeah, and it's like, oh cool, maybe that would have been interesting <laughs> to see. Like, I'm sure you guys have video of it. Um, so yeah, it's just the. I almost like am angry at you guys because now it's like.
2: We've accepted you. Know, you well, the, yeah, <laughs> it's like
0: once you once you notice it, you can't unsee it,
2: and that's kind of where I am. <laughs> so going back, I think it's this is the week where it kind of catalyzed for me, where because I think this is a good transition into our next topic. So you think about all this stuff with CBS, you know, even tour employees. You talk to them, they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, like we, we know, man." But then they CBS upped on the next tv contract i honestly
1: and truly do think it's going to look different which we can yeah we can talk about how shackleford report i believe shackleford had the report that the tour is going to be taking over the manufacturing of the feed of the broadcast and sending that out across the world
2: is that is that all four days
1: i would have to assume so which i think we we texted about it some this week kind of our mixed opinion on that i'm like cool that's better like that's yeah. better than this for sure i know that it's going to be some
2: major state-run media. It is, but it's
1: like <laughs> fake. Kim Jong Un,
0: you know. Baghdad Bob.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fake state-run media now. I mean, the tour has such yeah. a hand in how it's done that I agree. There's kind of like some whitewashing potential in it, but there's already but like, maybe we'll see more golf. Right? That's that's yeah. the goal. It's yeah. Like we're not going to get it unwhitewashed. Like that's not a realistic next option. So at least if the tour finally takes the reins, it's like no, no, we're going to put golf on. We're going to show this many shots, and it's going to be this, and it's not going to be this hi, I'm CBS, look at me, CBS so proudly presents. No, it's like, here, it's going to be golf. You guys can talk over it if you want, but here's what's going to be shown. That could, that's a big step, I think.
2: and I, The whole yeah.
1: broadcast is going to look different. I can almost promise it's that. Totally,
2: but, but I think even the fact that...
1: Re-upping was continued on Lance being gone, I think is yeah. that is very clear. Of like we, You guys can come back if you want, but we are not doing this again.
2: It just ostensibly all these. And that's the second time I've used this, and I'm, I know people are going to get on me for best that. Best word. You have the best yeah. words. Uh, <laughs> but I know people like. I kind of lost my train of thought when you when when you opened up that hard seltzer. <laughs> no, no free ads. No free ads. <laughs> um, but. Uh, and, and, and I can't really say anything I'm drinking. <laughs> this a, is the C-suite. A, right? a yeah, New Zealand Sauv- I, I no, have it's a, water if it's anybody's a, interested. So it's Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. A lot of <laughs> minerality and stone fruits and citrus on the, on, on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just what, what Icarito had unopened in, in the fridge. Anyway, um, but all these changes that, that they made to their team, and everything this oh, year so pointless. were to, to appease the tour, yeah. and all they've done is made the broadcast even worse.
1: There's downgrades across the board. Davis Love, I'm sure he's a wonderful person. Like, oh, my God. He just seems so nervous. Like, he doesn't seem... And I I want to give announcers runway and, like, time. It, it takes a while to get used to a new voice. Nobody hears somebody announce for the first time. It's like, wow,
2: he's great. It just takes time. But, man... It, it just like, but also like, put him in on your farm system. Like, put him in on a golf channel sure. telecast, and then, hey man, you know yeah. what? You've done four or five of these. You've done really well. You've got the chops. Well, we will bump you up. Versus, yeah. you know, hey, we're just going to put put a guy on the on the on the player advisory council straight into. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. How you thought that was going to be an upgrade over Costas though is like the most, the the most offensive part of it. And it's like, yeah, you're trying to make an effort, but you don't even have your finger on the pulse of what the issue is. So. A um, couple questions before we move on uh, changing topics. Jed Rammel, uh, TBC Jed. Genesis CEO with the most egregious coverage cap of the year.
0: That's, 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 that's well pretty good. That's good content. Yeah,
1: that's... Um, a lot of them are all coverage-based, which we've, we've gotten to a lot of those. So I'll, I'll sprinkle some of these in, but if you guys want to keep it moving, do you want to talk Ladies Australian Open or PGL next? Let's
2: go down oh, under. Yeah. I'll, so the third hole at Royal Adelaide. Awesome. Did you guys play there? No. no okay. No, I'm dying to go back because that's the big. Speaking of wine, that's the big wine, or <laughs> one of the big wine growing areas. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. That like it's just such a and they show golf shots. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, it was like the, kind of a cool red clayish, you know, aesthetic down there. Uh, the good doctor, who you're a big fan of, Randy. Absolutely. Uh, But, yeah. The wind was fresh all week. Yeah. No scores under. uh, I think there was one score in the 60s uh, last night slash this morning down there. Mm -hmm. NB Park. Shout out to NB Park. Winner
1: this week. She had a great interview this week, too, just kind of spelling out the issues and challenges with being a professional golfer and being on the road so much. And, like, not. It was a really good answer. It was just like, yeah, you know, I mean. I go home, I love being around my family and stuff like that, but I can't go to the grocery store because if I buy groceries they're just going to go bad because I'm hitting the road again and then I'm gone and I'm in different times. Like just the mm. it's she's a, one of the most successful women's golfers of all time. Probably one of the most underrated too. Yeah, and just like talks about the struggles of balancing life and professional golf and you know, I was always I was kind of confused about that about like Annika Sorenstam's like retirement from golf and just being totally done. And when she explained on the podcast of like, hey man, like, once you, like, once you summit the mountain, like you've climbed, like, yeah. nobody nobody did, ever did better than I did. So like, this is not her words literally, but like, why why would I keep going? Like, what's there to keep doing? Why would I keep doing that to myself? And went back and had a life. And I think that relates to both women's and men's golf. I don't think that's unique to to either one. But sorry to distract from the Australian no. Open, which was awesome. But that was yeah. that was cool that she kind of gave that interview and then uh, and then won in the same week. But. I thought it was like well, so
2: her her caddy. Uh, an Australian guy, um, Brad Beecher. He's like I guess he tries to get her down there every like every year, and she's like, yeah, it's just too early in the season. I don't really like to start my season that early, but having having her win with him on the bag this week was cool too.
0: Um, I was gonna say you know. just you know, in case you said she's one of them, you know most underrated players. This was her twentieth LPGA victory. She's won seven majors. Seven. She won the gold medal in Rio, uh, 2016. She's won
1: kind of the Grand. Sl- she's won four of the five majors. She's never won the Avion, the one that they added as a major. Yeah, right, that's when they added, right?
0: Yeah, with yeah. like it's got
2: terrible conditions. Yeah, <laughs> it did like last year, but everybody says it's yeah.
0: a great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that listen, it was on the edge last year. Which
2: shout out to to uh, Adam Scott. You know, he he lives in that area over a, over the Swiss border, <laughs> but that always fascinates me. Adam Scott's. Like, doesn't uh, he have a, residences? He's, I yeah, think he's got he's got Australia. Um, I think he's got a place in Texas. Doesn't he in Bahamas, Bahamas too, and then London Swi- too. London I and Switzerland. Oh, I think
1: I might be. I'm kind of make, I don't. Does he have a London
2: place? I think he does. Okay. Or I, I know he did back in the day, but he will um, after this
0: week. <laughs> that money, <laughs> that money spends anywhere. Sorry, oh, <laughs> do you guys need me to leave?
2: <laughs> Randy, you, you are the resident economist you would
0: you know actually the housing scene's tough in london if you don't if you don't have something already i'm not sure if you want to buy into that market in this economy yeah
2: the ladies have been down down there two weeks in a row uh now they're off for a month they yeah so let's can, talk about that real they quick they canceled the entire
0: yeah. asian swing yeah because of the coronavirus yeah uh, which i mean yeah. you
1: have to do it right
0: i'm, I'm I mean if nobody's gonna go play. Well,
1: they're having like some makeshift events in the in the States. Really? That's that's what, what I was I'd curious heard. about. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I think they are pretty much mandated to do so, but I think there's gonna be some like super lo fi West Coast. So events. I was talking
2: to Lauren Coughlin, our one of our young hitters this year, um, who you'll see a lot of once once Taurus Sauce gets gets rolling into the Pinehurst area. But yeah, she was she was, you know, I was just talking to her about it, cause she's got Pretty low priority on LPGA, but should should squeeze in some starts here the first few events once they get back stateside. And just talking to her about how it's going to affect her her status and her priority there. And it's weird. It's like you know, it's, it's like if you canceled basically. All right, you canceled Phoenix, Pebble, and L.A. on the PGA Tour, and then cool, like everybody's everybody's starting at Honda basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's tough, but it's it's necessary, unfortunately.
0: But do you, well. Yeah, I is it? This I, is I this would something have, we can't know. answer, but it's it's going to be interesting with the Olympics.
2: Uh, yeah, if and they keep they the keep put, like they keep putting on a brave face and saying, yeah. "Hey, there's no way." But I mean, it's you know, it seems like it's there were rumors that it was plateauing, and then it seemed like the stuff that came out a couple of days ago was like, "No, it's still still going crazy." So, um, and then Amy Olson, exceptional week. Wanted to say that Maria Fosse. Good week. I, that that
1: um, no offense to Maria Fosse. that surprised me. That golf course was not yeah. like a what what I would imagine just hey tee it high and let it fly,
2: especially in the wind.
1: Like a, yeah. I, hopefully people have tuned in and, and seen Maria Fosse's golf swing. And she, I felt like I'm watching her in the KPMG Women's PGA last year. And I was like, you, you kind of have a lot yeah. to learn about golf. And, but to get around that golf course in those conditions uh, in a top ten, that was that is very very impressive to me.
2: But yeah, going back to the third hole, it was like a two hundred and. 90 yard par four, these big mounds in front and kind of this channel up on the right. It was it was so cool to watch. It came on at ten o'clock every night, ten thirty, and it was the perfect thing to watch for an hour and a half before going to bed. I loved it.
1: It's so weird to watch golf on TV and truly not really care about the result in any way. I don't care that much about the player. I'm saying I'm not even caring about the storylines. At all, I'm just watching the golf You're shots just being played. To be entertained, right? And it's amazing how good of yeah. a job Sky does with that stuff. I mean, just the little graphics they show overhead, showing the wind direction, showing where each person's ball is. Showing... Which,
2: which to your point earlier on the PGA Tour, taking over a world feed like that's a world feed that the LPGA yes. is yeah, putting out for
1: sure. Um, and so that's where I'm hoping yeah. the potential of this thing goes. And it, it's amazing how the contrast. It's like in theory, this is a I. Don't want to say this, but the reality is like a step below from an entertainment value of the PGA Tour. Yet this is like more fun golf to watch. How is like how can that be the case? Something
2: they do a really really good job of, and I've noticed it over the last I don't know. They did it at Presidents Cup a little bit, but um, they they get super close ups of the lie. Yes,
1: they're starting to work that, in CBS is 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 doing some of that. Yeah, yeah. CBS did it a couple times this weekend. Cause I know NBC Golf made a Channel's big, been doing big, it. Big priority
2: yes. of it um, at Royal Melbourne, but. I noticed it a bunch on the women's Aussie Open. Mm -hmm.
1: It's yeah, Yeah. that's that's that is definitely additive to the viewer. Um, Are we ready to talk Premier Golf League? Let's do it, baby. It's uh, gosh, I don't know where we left off the last time on this podcast, but almost every like almost unanimously, I think anyone we've talked to is like, shit's moving, like things are happening.
2: Well, that's what I was gonna say, like with the CBS stuff, like all right, cool, you guys are. Content to do the status quo, don't really care about the fans. Like you've re upped CBS, cool. You know what? Let's let's burn it all down. Let's just let's just burn it all down, man.
1: I, I mean, is this a coincidence? That this is all happening as the TV deal is like being negotiated/slash agreed on, but not signed yet. Like, is this coincidence?
2: I'm sure some of it's related as far as timing goes. Uh, is it coincidence that you know half the top ten is skipping the WGC Mexico next week?
0: Is why, why are they doing that? Let me play the role of like Nick. fan that doesn't really understand. I think some what's of it's probably on. schedule Are you really, are you right, really right? that fan, or are you playing that role? <laughs> well, I'm a method actor, so <laughs> I, I have to get into it.
2: Randy, I been, don't know. I don't been dressed up as but, a fan all day. <laughs> as a method actor. See,
1: my understanding was that shit. The, the quote from a source close to the situation, if you will, was "shit is go shit might be going down in Mexico." I don't know what that means. But that was what surprised me about. <laughs> There's a skipping. lot of possibilities. <laughs> I mean, a lot
0: of things. Yeah, in Mexico, that's. But the possibility of, or the the
1: reality of people skipping Mexico doesn't add up to that. So I don't I don't really know. I know Kepka Kepka's out because of his knee. His knees in worse Which, shape. Yeah, he's more shaped than he had let on. I believe. Um, Phil had already planned. I think he would snuck in, but he he wasn't going to play that many in a row, and he'd already planned something with his family. Um, so if guys so so
2: basically if guys are playing Honda in API and then players they're, they they have to skip Mexico. So the guys yeah. that live in Which, hashtag Jup so like
0: is is Cat going down?
2: No, 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 a-
1: absolutely not. Rory's going. Rory's okay. Yeah. I've been I'm calling it the WGC tour, like the PGL. It's going to turn into a, a bunch of WGC events. All the guys skipping the WGC, and now I'm even more like. Wait, why like isn't that what the whole WGC thing was made for? Was for you guys to just go pick up the money
2: and run? But maybe they're protesting WGC because they're not getting a big enough cut of
1: That's like the the WGC is like their cut though, is my point. But it's not a
2: big enough cut. Yeah. That's that's the deal. Is it uh um, was it something? See the purse is ten point five million dollars, the winner gets one point seven. But, but so what's is that, last
1: place get any idea? Is it still like in the 40s or whatever it is? But
2: yeah, but but all you're doing is subsidizing some of those guys from the other world tours that are that are getting, you know, they're mm-hmm. they're coming in last place and getting that. Yeah. Dong um,
1: Chai JD. Dong Chai JD is not walking through that <laughs> door. Okay.
2: Well, I think it was interesting. L. A. This past week, uh, had my ear to the ground a little bit. Um, was have, this an
0: iTron investigation? It was. <laughs> uh,
2: rumor or not rumor, I've I've heard it from four different people now. They've got two hundred million dollars on the table to the cat.
1: I heard two fifty, <laughs> but I, I believe I believe okay. either so at one. least two hundred.
2: Yeah, um, which I, you know, like that, that actually might even seem light, right? Cause, cause How Pat, long is
1: that deal? Like what's
2: Cat's? Well, I, I, would, I would assume there would be an equity stake as well in the team uh, component yeah. of it. But, I, I mean, what, like, what's Cat's PGA Tour pension worth? That's exactly... That's what I was going to ask. But
1: that doesn't like, go away. Pension doesn't go away.
2: Well, it, that's what... You can't what, take it away. Yeah, that's what, what my got, I guess hand's invested, trying right? it's trying to argue, that, that some of that stuff's at risk. Or I think... You know, I don't think was, you can earn any more towards was, it. That was intimate. That was, that was kind of intimated towards it.
1: I would love to see... How they would get The away legal with ease. That. Yeah. Like, hey, no, you can't go play other golf events or you would lose your already earned invested pension. <laughs> I don't He's think it's He's being how it offered works. a
0: quarter of a billion as like a broken down 43 year old. he like, just be money, nuts dog. not to take yeah. it. That's a
1: double what is PGA Tour on course earnings. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> be nuts
0: not to take it. So there yeah, was. Yeah. I mean,
1: is it all about money though for the cat? If you're the cat, what's what is the. Is there another sports equivalent of this?
0: Just and, and I, I don't I, I don't know I, what like the USFL
2: right back. Like how in the are day fans gonna react the to that
1: though? If 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 Cat leaves the PGA Tour and breaks up the PGA Tour essentially, like but like the, the, legal, the, the the PGA
2: T- Tour in its current iteration has only been around for forty something years. Right? But that's
1: like a gen. That's more than a generation. So that's like what we all know and it's established and it's got flaws. Hey, you're
2: a big you're a big um, uh, explained guy. Yeah, world cricket.
1: Yeah, that you literally learned this from this is my point. I know, T20, that's what I'm saying. That's, diff, that's like that I are I've argued that there is a component that they could that we have this tour season, right? Tour if players want to take a step back, there is a separate like team aspect 10 8 5 whatever events that they could do that would be so yeah. entertaining. That's T20. That's like that separate thing. It is not, hey, let's go break off and do the same thing over here, like 54-hole stroke play tournaments. And I, I just don't think – I can't picture caring about that. I I care about who wins Riviera. I care to tune in and watch that. Yeah. Honestly, if they go play a brand-new event and it's like the top 40, 50 players.
2: So one of the things that, that, that Nicholas has brought up a couple of times that kind of kills me is like, oh, yeah, but like – what courses are they going to get to host these things? Oh, they're like, going to find golf. courses. I'm like, who? Like, honestly, what courses are they having PGA Tour events at yeah. some of these weeks right now? It's like that's you know? the least worry
1: yeah. is who's going to. Uh,
2: from what host it sounds it. like, it's uh, um, from you know everybody that's willing to talk about it. It sounds like Mickelson is. <laughs> That's three feet out the door. Go right back now. to the first episode
1: of the it, it was uh, I think you asked the question. It was like, Hey, somebody asked, Hey, who's gonna who's the first person that's gonna leave? And before the <laughs> question is asked, DJ is Phil for sure. It sounds like
2: Phil, DJ, Brooks, and Bryson are out the door. Reed is right there with them. Um, you know, but again it all hinges on the cat, right? And and I know they were all well, it uh, sounds like
1: Phil is like what I'd heard, the quote was Phil is close to committing, which I'm also. I don't know what that means. Can you commit if not everyone is committing all at the same time? Is this an all or no, is there a th- a league without Tiger? I don't That's understand
0: the, that. Those are literally the million dollar questions. I don't. I, you know, I don't think. I don't think we know the answers to the to to those questions. And I
2: know they all this past week in LA, they all went through a house party at um, unnamed house Ahmed Ach- Tayev. Uh, mm. Went through a house party at his house uh, on overlooking Riviera, the back porch, and uh, and yeah, they, they you know they were about seven or eight of the top ten guys in the world went Phil, through there. Brooks, so.
1: DJ, Reed, Rose, Adam Scott, and most important of all of this, and it's what's helped me kind of start to understand it, is its agents. Like yeah. the agency, anybody representing anybody, it's like driving this. And that's where, so about, yeah, my, my comment, yeah, my comment was kind of like ha, the tour players don't sit and have meetings together and are all like, "All right, guys, what are we doing together?" Everybody's out for themselves. There's not a unified opinion on this. If you talk to a couple of different top ten players, they might say two very different things about it. Their interest might be two like very different. There's not a there's not a mission statement from tour players that says. We want this. We need oh, it's this. enlightened
2: self-interest. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't... And, and a lot of the time, not even enlightened. Yeah, just, it,
1: it doesn't have... There's not like a list of demands that they're taking the tour. I think the agents are drumming up at least a conversation with the tour that's going to lead... I said this right when this thing opened up. I said it's going to end with the tour opening up more avenues for appearance fees. It's the only way this can go,
2: I think. But then you piss off all your longtime sponsors, Right.
1: Well, the sponsors are going to be the ones ponying up.
2: That's what I'm saying. You're pissing off all the. You know, <laughs> how much yeah. more money do yeah. they have to pony? It's like, all right, cool. Like <laughs> we we we're, we're having a hard time developing a business case to justify this this expense because our CEO likes golf. Yeah. Well, like, but you know, maybe like, some of the cool. mon- we have to pay another. 22 million dollars this year because we want Brooks, Rory and Tiger to show up. Like, At least they know who they're getting then. For sure.
1: I mean a lot of events don't even know you pay how much money, you don't know if you're getting, you know, Tiger or Phil. I mean you have a good idea but you don't know for sure and you don't know the next year or the next but year. But that's
2: that's kind of the deal with like they feel like they're already doing that with say Genesis this week or um the you know the three playoff events. Or, yeah, you know some of the elevated status events, right?
1: Yeah, I mean maybe it's you know if you pay whatever amount to sponsor an event, maybe every event has the same amount of money or something like that. That is that can go towards appearance fees or something like that. You can use that fund to recruit however you want. If you want to blow all seven million of it on Tiger, go ahead. If you want to give seven different guys a million apiece, go ahead. That's how I see this continuing and playing out. I I still just don't see them nuking the status. I've been on that block. I just I've.
2: Honestly, I think they should just carve out if the TV contract minus the digital rights is going from 400 to 700 million a year, just carve out 150 million of that, divvy it up based on Q rating. Sure. Going back to the PGL, the guys that, you know, and I know we've talked about this at length, but the guys that I, I just don't know what you do. Is you know a guy in that twenty five to forty, like a Gary Woodland, or do you
1: cycle in and out? You've nuked your status. Like yeah. if you're forty eighth in the world, are you like committing long term to the PGL? What if you get relegated? Where do you go? What do you do? Do you go to the European Tour? Is there going to be like an alliance between the European Tour and the PGL? That's no. like
0: I, I think those guys would be smart to stay. I, I think we're then
2: you're like basically smart to stay, and you're and you're essentially. Picking up the wake of this whole post-Tiger era, all these contracts are already signed with sponsors.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna say for the I, next two I think the years. interesting thing is this Century's got ten. The PGL would do well to try to start plucking the guys coming out of the amateur ranks. Well, that's the and, thing. And just it's bring like, them it, it's directly like the USFL. into USFL. Yeah. Like,
2: uh, like going and getting that Herschel Walker. Like USFL. Like Steve Young,
0: Herschel Walker, and that yeah. was kind of what the ABA did as well. The you know another example.
2: Um, but it's like you know, go get. Go after Morikawa. Go after Hovland. Go after. Um, which, which I like. You know, I I understand
1: Wolf. the you know the ABA and USFL comparisons. Those were just in eras though when the alternative league was not printing money the same way the PGA Tour is. Uh,
0: you know yeah. what I mean? And that's very true. And I and I'm not an no, expert no, on any best, of those. That's probably
1: either, the best but, analogy. Yeah. I agree. Oh, but it's not. It's just like, yeah, man. We're talking about like pennies compared to.
2: But by the same token, is that is that? you know, printing money, is that, I don't know, I feel like there's there's this weird lag between the PGA Tours, you could say it's popularity, but you could say it's just popularity with sponsors or with mm-hmm. a certain demographic and actual popularity, actual viewership mm-hmm. numbers and everything like that. And so if somebody were to actually tap into, hey, let's, let's actually like boost ratings and get this up worldwide, I think- What could it be worth? What could it be worth? And I mean, the scuttlebutt is like, these guys have a billion dollars in cash sitting in the bank. Like it's a, it's a liquid billion dollars. They're like, Hey, we're ready to, I mean,
1: part of me, like a cynical part of me, the arrogance that seems to come from the tour on this, I mean, is it's a little bit of, I can never say the word, schadenfreude, like uh, a schadenfreude, yeah. schadenfreude yeah. <laughs> of like, dude, the kind of some of the stuff we've been talking about, man is coming yeah. to fruition. Just, and just the, the attitude of always, oh, it's not going to happen. And like, He's a close, very close friend of mine, of course. But Mr. Monhan's email that just said, like, signed off. It was signed off. Like, I think it was to tour staff or whatever it was, but it was just signed off. Like, don't worry, we got this. And I was like, well, I mean, like, dude, I don't, I don't know if we do. I don't know if we do. I don't think there is some shit going on. I don't know if it's going to happen still, but I don't. And I then wouldn't be that, confident
2: in that reality. It's crazy how big the majors would get. It'd be an absolute sweepstakes. It would be the best. Yeah.
0: How, how much fun would they be? You know. I. I it would be cannot a. Disagree. It would be a bifurcated world. Honestly, you know what I'm thinking is, and I wish I knew the circumstances better. But when what happened with the WCW versus the WWE uh, yeah. wrestling, I mean, honestly, talk about like an organization that prints money and then you know. Mm-hmm. WCW, they get Hulk Hogan, they get some of these stars to come over. Like I said, I'm I'm now quickly out of my depth. I don't really know no, that, a lot that was going. on. I don't know on, enough about that, but that is that's I, more I feel interesting like that's to me. That's more yeah. analogous than maybe yeah. some
2: some other sports leagues. I think one of the one of the things that the PGL was really smart. Some of the subjective elements where they if they kept if they lined up some yearly, you know. They started leaking some details out. Like, hey, you know what? Like our Australia event is gonna alternate between Kingston Heath and Royal Melbourne. Or Kingston Heath, Royal Melbourne, Royal Mm -hmm. Adelaide and New South Wales. Like something like that. Or, you know, hey, we're gonna have our European event here. You know, like that's that kind of stuff where you start leaking out stuff that's like, hey, these guys are maybe are gonna nail the subjective elements of it and they and, and and are actually gonna improve the product.
1: Yeah. But I think there's still a huge disconnect between what tour players want to get out of this and what fans want to see. I don't think that the tour players slash agents, they're, they're kind of one and the same in this, but I don't think they care that much about the product or the fan experience that much. But I, you know I, do, think,
2: I, mean? but I do think Tiger, Like, I feel like Tiger was fulfilled by going and playing I agree. for the President's Cup. Or like Rory seems like he, he legitimately likes... Playing good golf courses, sure. Pro, like you could kind of, kind of tug at their heartstrings a little bit with some of those subjective elements, plus the cash. Yeah, I was gonna say the whole thing is like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, let's. But 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 that's like, all right, cool. All things being equal, here it's tied. Here's the tiebreaker. Hey, we're gonna go play like, legitimately good golf courses, and. Yeah. So uh,
1: what I'm trying to do though is point out, and there's a couple of comments I've seen on Twitter that are driving this, and that. We obviously complain a lot about things that go on with the PGA Tour. My point is, overall, I don't think this addresses like most of them. I, I, I don't think it's going to be that interesting to watch these guys go play these tournaments. That's my overall point. I just don't. I could be very well wrong. I don't. We don't know what it's going to look like. But my instinct is not to be like, "Whoa, I cannot. I am going to be a PGL fan. I'm going to have a T-shirt. I just can't imagine getting fired up about it."
0: I, I guess I I'm, think worst case though, the competition like, forces the PJ Tour to get better. That's best or, case. Or even the threat of it, I yeah. think that's best
1: case. I think that's good yeah. for, hopefully, for yeah. everyone. But Which even, to your
0: point, it addresses, then, some of our yeah. issues. I'm a
2: massive, ma- like, I, I care more about the game within the game and, and like, you know, kind of, all right, cool, there's 148 guys in the field this week, you know, but for better or worse, we're not seeing more than 30 of those sure. guys on a broadcast and we're, like, so... You know, you can lop, you can lop off half of them. They don't. There's matter, something to that.
1: There's definitely something right? to that. I, I I agree with that. The tour could almost bifurcate in general and be more. Interesting.
2: And then it's like, and then I think if they if they went after the young guys and kind of made all right, cool. Like we've got we've got the best dudes in the world, and then we've got some of these up and comers. And like you, those are your underdogs, the up and comers, and you've got that. So you, so it may not be necessarily the 700th guy in the world. You know, but it's it's a it's a 21-year-old kid fresh out of University of Texas. You know, it's like, let's say Cole Hammer signs with them. It's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Cole Hammer's your underdog, you know? And then if you're teeing it up 10 or 12 times with him, and then it's, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. I just... I, and then you
0: come back to the majors, which would be so much fun. It's
2: like, yeah, all right, cool. How does it measure up now? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's like before interleague play with baseball, it's like, yeah. cool, like nobody... Yeah. like. The NL might be so much better than the AL, but like nobody knows until the World know. Series, yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: To be clear, and I, don't, I think this is pretty clear, but we're we're not just like drumming this up to talk just to talk about it. Like almost surprisingly, I would have thought it would have been killed by now or dead, and I, I still think there's flaws and hurdles.
2: I think you were very skeptical at first, and I was like, "This is sick."
1: <laughs> but no, like, no, I am still no, yeah. no. I'm skeptical of what I think. Even if it happened, I'm skeptical of how viability much we'll care. Of it. Yeah, how okay. much we'll care or yeah. how, how fun it'll be for us. I was also skeptical of it happen. I think it is totally sick, of course. <laughs> I'm still very suspicious that it will happen. Again, I fall back on I just can't see Tiger middle fingering the tour. I For $200 million, I don't care. I just be like, I, it just seems weird to me. It just seems really odd, and I don't know Tiger at all, of course. I have no idea if he would do that. But the vibe I've gotten is that I don't think he's that into it now. Him not speaking out against it was significant. I think the tour was so that badly was the crazy thing this week, right? Oh my god, he's hosting an elevated status event. They just got an invitational status. It's all the all the benefits. So you know, he, him, Jack, and Arnie, and the potential that he's going to nuke all that to go play the PGL. He just capped in the President's Cup team. He's going to. Yeah give all that. What happens to the president? I mean, that's the least of our words. What happens to the president's cup?
2: Now, now we're asking the real questions. Who But who will think of the president's cup?
1: <laughs> Uh I, I, I still think they have that hurdle to clear, but almost everyone we talked to was like, no, no, no dude, this is real. Like, don't, it's so like slide past this. Who this is will real. think
2: of the players' championship? <laughs> I don't I, know no, cool. I don't
1: want to see the tour break up. I'm sorry. I've, uh, no. I don't know if that's sentimental of me.
2: What if what if Tiger was doing like a Kaiser Sose this whole time? <laughs> oh. Just like well, you had you know I hesitate to say take because I feel like that's kind of an overwrought term these days. But you had a very good theory. You're like this is this is the only logical conclusion to the, yeah. The, if the you think Tiger about Cat
0: as like the you know analogous to the Big Bang theory. And you know he touched off this massive, rapid expansion in professional golf, and you know, it's reached its limits, and it's gonna suck back in and it's implode on no itself. Bang. Yeah,
2: it's God that gets me excited. <laughs> <laughs> but Cat is the one that both started it exactly and finished it exactly, yeah. Yeah. and is reaping the rewards. Like he's he's reaping all the dark matter, all yeah. the energy. <laughs> And he's starting this new thing in a black <laughs> hole over here. On the, you know. I think
0: God. I think Cat giving the middle finger to the tour and be like, you know, fuck you guys from the start. That'd be. I would be way in on that. No, I don't know why. You know, I. That's a whole different conversation. You're a sick but guy, but Randy. <laughs> no, I think it'd be. I think it'd be awesome. It would
1: just be so weird because it's not as if unless there's. Nothing Tiger does is secretive, but unless there's this whole secretive world where Tiger's behind the scenes dictating everything that happens with the tour, pushing people around, manipulating things, which I've never heard of from him. I've never heard a complaint saying, hey, purses need to go up. I want blah, blah, blah. I want the... Like, Tiger's never... Again, I might be way over my skis with this, but I don't ever remember hearing about him pushing any kind of or policy yeah. through the PGA Tour. So wh- how can you like walk away from it Without ever being like, "Hey, we need this, we need this, we need this."
2: That's right. I think it's so. Would, if it, he cared it,
1: that much about the money, wouldn't you think he would have made a play for it sooner?
2: Yeah, but if you look at yeah, and that's a
0: good point. I mean,
2: but also the like a economic cycles, b the arc of his career, c yeah. you know desperate Middle East money that's looking to. You know, Which we didn't
1: talk about that element of it. Like, what <laughs> happens if you like join the tour, and then like you get hurt, but like the, the Saudis aren't happy about that, like, and force you to play and
2: well that's some of the stuff about like them are, are you asking
0: really, me as a viewer or as a, <laughs> if i was that golfer because as a viewer i'm all in how do they
2: enforce you know they what what they do for like thieves and stuff in, in saudi arabia how's patrick reed gonna, you know, that? one of the interesting things about rory seems so pro pga tour and then he's one of the ones that's beating the drum for hey we you know i don't think the top guys are getting enough is he beating that drum? I think he's been definitely one of the most vociferous guys on that and the ball. The ball,
1: the ball stuff. Yes.
2: Where, like, like for me going back, it's like, all right, you got Jack Nicholas, Tiger, Rory, and the USGA saying the same thing about the ball. Like, cool. Like, what's everybody else missing here?
1: Rory spoke out on the ball, like in 2017, on our podcast, talked yeah. about like, yeah, it would take me like two weeks to test a tournament ball. I think that'd be really. I think it'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. I think I believe is the, the phrase that he used, but uh to play one. So yeah, I I don't know. The distance stuff I'm I've I've already lost my appetite to debate it too badly. But we we, should we talk about some of that now? Do you guys have any takes you wanna get in uh, yeah. on
2: yeah. I, I A, I wanna say and I've I've always been ride or die for the guy, kind of at my own risk, but could not be more disappointed in Brandel for some of the shit that he's putting out there on Twitter. I think it's 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 he seems like he's like it's it's embarrassing. Yeah. It, like for being a smart
0: guy and, you know, he likes to be well-read, it's like, dude, like, there's some nuance to this conversation that he just, like...
2: He's throwing out analogies. Almost is like,
0: purposely not grasping. Yeah. It's like a lot of non-sequiturs. <laughs> I'm struggling with it. Yeah. yeah. I felt
1: like he was kind of coming around. Like I, I, He and I had a good little debate on bifurcation and distance back in the pod in December of 2018, I believe. And I felt like after that, he kind of... Like, I was kind of taking some pride. like I think I got some... I got I sparked a little knowledge on Brandall. He's talking bifurcation, and all of a sudden he's flipped back around to, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. It, I mean, guys were hitting. Adam Scott hit gap wedge into eighteen today. And somebody, you say know, it doesn't go too
2: far. Yeah, and people, oh, it was downwind, and it was oh, cool. It was a back pin. It was, it was, you know, yeah. he didn't get maximum rollout. He went into the rough on the right. Like, like yeah, like I, I remember watching that tournament in 01, and guys were hitting. Hitting three wood or driver, and then a four iron, or or, a, I was or say, another three wood, like five iron. Yeah, it was like a... yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Scott and Rory absolutely melted it in. But all the arguments of is a guy going to be like those guys are still going to be the best players in the world. Yeah, it's not. It's actually dumbing down their advantage. Yes, a little bit. So I, I, I think you'd see certain players be more dominant.
1: If your answer, if your if your argument against the ball rollback involves,
2: we'll just change the par.
1: No, that's not what we're talking. Like, the adults it's are all, talking to It's all here. relative. It's all relative <laughs> over here. Uh, Paul Azinger, I, I, I love you, but his answer to it was like, hey, if it's going, like, put another bunker in. I'm like, no, man, that's kind of not, not the point. I, I, a point I wish I would have made in the conversation with KVV is let's, let's just throw this out. Let's say in theory, the ball can go any number of distances, that can, whatever that scale is. Let's say between 1 and 10. And let's say it goes 8.2 right now, whatever that is. Why? Why shouldn't it go further? Like, well, how do we think that today's technology is perfect? Either way, I would rather somebody argue it should go further than it should that stay. Would be how it is? More intellectually honest. Yes. Right? They're like, hey, it should go even further. If right. if you're consistent with, I love seeing guys blast it, I love the long drives. Okay, let's go yeah. further then.
2: And then we keep pulling on that string, and then it's all right. Cool. Like we we can't go to Riviera anymore. Sure. We can't, yeah. You
1: know? Right. No, uh, th- what what courses are obsolete? I don't understand. Just keep moving tees back. This, what, yeah. what uh, like, why? Here,
2: it, it and then, really and hit that's, me, and that's the thing that kills me about everybody. that's like, oh man, you know Riviera is so good, and like, you know, par or the the winning score this week was what eleven under or twelve under, like yeah, well, yeah eleven yeah. under two seventy three. Yeah, and they're like, you know, that was, that was the same winning score. All right, cool. Like it was it was. thought it was like, cool. It was on the edge this week. It, it was. Um. You know, it was stretched out, and on that level, too, it's like, cool, like, why aren't there more courses like Riviera that the tour can go to every year? Sure. There's not, like, because...
1: There's only a few masterpieces out there. I mean, we all really enjoy Melbourne. Or I would say that
2: there's a lot of masterpieces, but they can't go to any of them anymore because...
1: tour-level masterpieces. Yeah. It really hit me when uh, DJ and I were at Whistling Straits in October, and I foolishly, but for video purposes, played the tips, and... The tee boxes, it was. It just hit me. I'm like, why, why am I going 150 yards back on some of these? Like, why? Think of the, like, well, why would that make sense? You know what I mean? I get
2: why, because it goes really far, but why would it? Dude, Randy, Randy, you grew up on a Donald Ross. That's correct. Of course. That's uh, correct. A, a pri- private club. Home of course, dad. yeah. <laughs> uh, Hyde Park Hunter Club in Cincinnati. Allegedly. All the greens are right next to the tee boxes. Correct. Why should that feel like something that's Antiquated. totally out of the norm? Right? It's like, the only way it
1: should it? feel. Yeah. And we touch on this too of how the whole thing, the conversation all changed with these golf balls. Like the Pro V1 basically changed the conversation because solid the, core golf ball. That is when the gap got really big. The People that Generate Speed had like hockey stick growth with distance. And the amateur that is, you know, between a probably a Three and a thirty-six handicap doesn't experience this nearly the same gains. So that's when the game, even changed. the guy so
2: that's, that's that's team gains, team that's, no, that's, no, you are not team gains. <laughs> even the guy that's like eightieth to hundred and seventieth on the PGA Tour driving distance, like a Brian Ye or Zach yeah. or whomever. Like yeah, Zach's seen growth, but like he is he has been left behind even more. And then
1: it brings everyone closer together with the driving skill. Like you can't, if yeah. you look at strokes gained, you can't like gain that many strokes off of tee shots. Even Rory, like you go through his, he he won't gain even half a stroke with a drive almost ever. Like if you if you follow that, and if you make an eight foot putt, you gain half a stroke.
2: That's where I think it's so interesting that the tour has sided with all the OEMs because all right, they're like all right, cool. Players are, I'm assuming this is their logic. Players are getting paid by equipment companies to play their clubs, and not that much anymore. Exactly, but <laughs> and so as that money dries up,
1: well, it's the the OEMs spend money with the tour too,
2: for sure. Yeah, to a certain extent. Like I think the I think the tournaments are going to be a, would be a hell of a lot more exciting if there was more variance in the ball, spun a little bit, and, and actual like the driver shouldn't be the easiest club in the bag yeah, to hit
1: for sure. It just the uh, just. Like, honestly, it it took walking back to those tees to be like, why are we doing this? What the fuck are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why would we, why is this the best solution? Like, disproportionately playing golf holes that are, they don't even look like golf holes anymore, where you go back to some of these tees, just to have a, basically the whole point of it all is you get too much of a head start with the driver. You bypass so much of the challenge of the hole, so the response is move the tees back so you don't get too much of a head start. Or you just don't maybe have equipment that will give you that much of a head start,
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I'm gonna, you know, like we're sponsored by an OEM. Yes. Like that's and I put the Maverick in the bag. I got the right shaft in it now, and I, like, I've driven it better over the last, yep. you know, three weeks than I have. But we play forever. golf for fun. We play a. We play golf for fun, and B, like, it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be the easiest club in my bag to hit, right. I, I but I,
1: I still argue for bifurcation like I think you should be able to have because I driver. stink anyway <laughs> not even that but like we go out to have fun, and if you want to have the option to dial back I've always played the best legal equipment because I don't want to give up. i I'm competitive I don't want to give myself a disadvantage like why would I do that well
2: it's also like the game's kind of bifurcated right now as it is it is
1: It is. And that's what I'm, especially when I'm talking about the game, team gains. Like, team team gains, of course. Like, the top, the guys. You look at all the testing these guys are
2: doing, all the launch monitor stuff, and it's like, they're, you know, it all
1: works together. So, like, legitimately, every point that some, like, rebuttal that somebody makes to the ball going too far is like, oh, it's a course design. Well, yeah, course design changed because the ball goes really far. It's like, oh, well.
2: But the biggest thing for me is the ball doesn't spin anymore. Yes. Go back to Beth Page. And that's like I'm not sure Beth Page's right answer, but you know, a, a like like Carnousi, for instance. All right, there's there's two 450 yard plus par fours to finish up. Cool, like like basically it's like a sunk cost. It's a total like you're just expecting the guy that's in the lead to make either eight or nine on those two holes. Yeah. He's going to go in par 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 or par bogey yeah. because there's no variance off the tee. Mm-hmm. And the ball doesn't spin, and like, everything's just... It's oh. just watered down. It's just
1: vanilla. It's yeah. like, So I was talking about this uh, with one of the guys I played a tournament with this weekend uh, of how I feel like when I go play in Scotland or Ireland or something like that, I don't, I don't mind hitting a punch shot. I, my mind turns creative, and I can do all that. And now that I've started to get back into competitive golf, I've become so much more robotic because like, golf just doesn't demand the kind of creative shots. And when I have to go to hit a creative shot under the wind now, I've been struggling with that like a lot because I'm, I've been training myself to be this kind of robotic competitive golfer. And I see that path. Like I totally see that path of like, if you can the, like, enable the cheat codes, you're bypassing so many of these challenges and you don't need that shot nearly as much. So
2: Randy, you're a big baseball fan. I mean, really both of you guys are like, I what used to be like, do getting... you, if the if Reds start like 10-4, and four, I'm back in. <laughs> the Reds have had a big offseason. Oh, but for yeah. sure. Um, do you feel like baseball has been dumbed down at all via By analytics? By the cheating? Yeah. The, whole, yeah.
0: the buzzers? Yeah.
2: yeah, for sure.
0: The analytics? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's not as fun of a game as... I struggle with this, though, because it's like maybe anything is just more fun when you're 10, 12 years old. When but you're winging it? Yeah, but I... I had more fun watching baseball, like, I came of age in the mid-90s um, than I do now. It just seems robotic. Guys are swinging from their heels. It's a lot of, you know, three true outcomes, strikeout, walk, or or home run. Um, Which
2: that's what the P J Tour feels like these days, yes, right? Yes,
0: yes, for sure. I was just going to add on top of this, I'm 100% team team rollback. I think I'm anti-bifurcation, though. Like, can you imagine if you got the general public playing, you know— rolled back equipment. Like, all of a sudden, you're you're playing, you know, we go out and, I don't know, we'll tee it up from 6,500 yards. Like, what if the masses were all of a sudden playing fifty seven, fifty eight hundred 5,800 yards on these tight properties? Like, wouldn't that speed up the game? Wouldn't that promote more people playing? Wouldn't that? I think the the less crazy back, and this is the
1: toothpaste in the tube part of the conversation, which I don't know if this is going to happen, but the less horrible back tees you have, The more likely that guys are going to move up, you know what I mean. Like people love, no matter what. I play the two-up tees. I play the one-up tees. I love that. And if there is no seventy-five hundred-yard option, playing at fifty-seven doesn't feel so like too far up. Yeah, but the way golf courses have had to be designed in the last twenty years, like they're designed more for like it's it's not these classic courses that the greens roll into the tees anymore, where that next Mm -hmm. tee makes so much sense for regulated equipment. Like now, it just makes these those places are just broken. Like they're just they don't make sense to go do. The scale of things has been changed so much, and nothing is simple about this. So if you if your solution to this fits in a tweet, like you're you've not thought about this enough. Like you haven't. All the responses of. Like, oh, just move up a set of T's or or just move back a set of T's or add a T or like And then you add all, the
2: handicap changes? No, it all to works where...
1: together. Like everything in this all works together. And the main thing I think is like we've talked about that all of these crazy advances happen at the highest level. And if your opinion is like I don't care about what happens at the highest level, okay, then you're not a part of the conversation anymore. That was no what I thought touching about, your equipment.
2: About Rory's Rory's comments were like, Hey, like I'm the point one of the of yeah. the one percent. Like and that was But that's
1: influencing the game. That that's that's the But he was part. he
2: was super upfront about it. And he said, like, like, yeah, like I, I honestly feel like it would be you know, it would be really, really good for golf if we just Yes went back. Like, the, like
1: all there's so many that the why bifurcation makes so much sense to me. Again, is if we're not changing anything for the amateur guy, it, it doesn't make that big of a difference to begin with. Stuff is more forgiving now. I think it makes golf more fun for a ten Plus, handicap. 20 I, I think
2: some of those legitimate amateur competitions are probably going to go to the same. Sure, they the should. Same equipment as. Yeah,
1: and I don't. I honestly don't think that it should be that drastic. I don't think the changes. It's not a ten percent rollback. It's That's, like going
2: back to like all right, like what was there ever a time in baseball when baseball said, you know, all right, like um, metal bats have come along. There's a there's an opportunity for the for MLB to. Start using metal bats versus. Uh, I don't know if they
0: ever considered metal bats. I, I know what Major League Baseball has done is adjust like the pitcher's mound, and so when it became a crazy hitting environment, they raised the pitching mound, and you know all of a sudden you had guys like Bob Gibson posting a, you know one the ERA. Dead yeah, um, so you know Major League Baseball has definitely made tweaks to. Uh, the way the game is played in terms of, you know, pitching mound is kind of equipment, you know, in a sense. Uh, it, it certainly influences it's, it's more set how up the game than qu- is played.
2: It's, it's, like set, it's like tweaking the yeah. setup. Yeah. Here, here's, but I was going
0: to say, you can go play beer league softball. They make, like, super yeah. illegal softball bats. And I've taken batting practice with one, and it's like, you know, like home run. Home run, yeah. yeah. And it's like even beer league softball leagues have, like, specifications where you have to – you know, your bat has to be within a certain range, uh like length to weight or whatever the, the, yeah. the markers are. But it's like, yeah, like you don't see just beer league softball dudes just it's hitting like these
2: trampoline bats. Unchecked technology. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was in Little League and in shit, that would have been, you know, so 10, 11, 12. So I was, this was like 98 through 2000. You know, I think minus 14 was like the lowest as far as the, it's like the red line Easton. yeah. yeah baths you know, yeah and, and, and like that was here's, here's where I net though and like, and, and like some guys would like take the core out and put tennis balls <laughs> yeah, in the middle yeah. of it so what if you
1: go play at Pebble at 8.30 in the morning 55 degrees like a little marine layer rolling in what's that what's that rollback That shout,
2: shout out to the cat of course uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, lighter. that's yeah. that's
1: super. Like, is that ten percent? Is that eight percent? Is like, there are varying conditions. Uh-huh. If you go play in Florida yeah. at fifty-five degrees versus when it's eighty-five and humid in the summer, I, I, it's two club difference for me. Like that is what we're talking about as far as the variance. Go, guys, go out. They're going to go to Mexico this week. and It's going to be a ten percent difference in fifteen percent. What is it? I mean, it's it's insane at the altitude it's they're like, playing yeah, it's like
2: Twelve percent. Yeah,
1: and they're going to play the equivalent of like a sixty-two hundred yard course. And they adjust like week of. And Rory said on the pod it would take him two weeks to test tournament ball. Like this is not gonna be this crazy of a change as as people think it is. We're in an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I want to go to bed. Listen, of
2: course. Hey, can we can we talk about the volatility on the on the corn ferry tour this week?
1: I don't even understand. Like, Luke Guthrie we were following, he made like two bogeys and dropped 35 places. Exactly. He was there were no separation. There the were like fairy. 40 guys with yeah. like
2: two shots of the lead at one point on Saturday. Um,
1: a couple boogies I cost you. saw the top
2: a, 10.
0: I didn't recognize
2: like any of the any names. Of I know, it was kind <laughs> of a weird week. Kind of a weird weird course. It didn't course sound too, like it was a
1: good challenge of a course.
2: So looking ahead, we got Torres Sauce Season season 5, Episode 4 out this week.
1: True Blue and Caledonia this week.
2: Excited for that. Excited for the Puerto Rico Open. Shout out to Martin Trainer, <laughs> WC Mexico. Corn Ferry is off. They go to the El Bosque uh, mm-hmm. tournament down in, in, also in Mexico. And then uh, the Euro Tour is off before Randy and I's favorite stretch of the year. Uh, Oman, Cotter, and then the Magical Kenya Opah. Oh, God, God, what a stretch. What a stretch. <laughs> it's the best. I love that they had to rejigger the...
1: I hope the PGL doesn't screw up that stretch. I know. God.
2: They had to rejigger the whole thing because you couldn't travel from certain countries to Cotter.
1: Oh, Because shit. of
2: all the... You know, so that that, that could be a consideration with the PGL as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that break, mm-hmm. might break up the whole thing. Yeah. Big mid amps week this week as well. We got the Gasparilla down here in uh, in Tampa. I, I heard that too. I heard that too. So I'm going to be missing a little bit of Mexico, but uh, do well, you have your pairing yet? If I miss the cut, I'll be I'll be seeing plenty of Mexico. Will <laughs> you will you, you explain your... the Gasparilla? to It's a mid am event held at Palmasia uh, Country Club in Tampa that I uh, got an invite to play in, and I'm going to play it. It's got some of the top mid-amps from the whole country. I've never played in anything like this. A uh, little 6,200-yard course with 12-yard wide fairways at certain points. and It sounds like you got some experience on that this week. I did get some experience on that this week. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. Ch- the wind's going to blow. It's going to be like 15 to 20, which is a lot in crosswinds when you got tight fairways. But we're going to see what happens. I am very excited okay. to do it. It's going to be a, a great – great coll- Matt Parziale is going to be there, some – some uh other top mid-am names that you might know, might not know, but the we'll find Slenderman. Out. The Slenderman, he's not gonna be there, I don't mm-hmm. think.
2: Um I did, I did not see him at, at uh, LACC this week. <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw Trey Marucci, though. Oh, nice. Um,
0: I was going to say, Gaspar was has a senior division. I did. You need they to do. go say hi to the old guys, too. I will. Okay. Mr. Royak, your, your recent exactly. guest. I've, I will see yeah, Definitely say. You know, hi. I have a lot of friends on the, yeah, yeah, uh, on the senior <laughs> AM circuit. You so. should come on down and watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> All right, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for the link. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate you guys being here on Sunday night, and uh, cheers.
2: Cheers. Crack on. Oh,